Let, let's talk about the redheaded stepchild of the just cause provisions today. This is the this is the ugly duckling of just cause provisions. One that we rarely use. I've, I don't know that I've ever seen it used, uh, but it's a powerful one when we use it and we use it correctly. It's talking about is the rule a reasonable rule? And that's what we're going to be covering today. Is the rule a reasonable rule? It's one that it is different than is there a rule or they would have put those together. So they're different. Is there a rule? If so, was the employee aware of the rule? Was the employee forewarned of the disciplinary consequences for failure to follow the rule? We covered that in the last episode. This one's different. Is the rule a reasonable rule? So they have made a decision to separate those two because it would have been very easy to say, is there a rule? Is the rule a reasonable rule? There's a reason they did that, and we're going to go over that today. Like I said, in every episode I'm dealing with just cause, I'm going to read this same provision here out of the EL 921. That way you don't have to go back and forth between episodes and see what was that he he talked about. But you need to put this in every one of your contentions. If you have a template, put this at the top. And then you're going to start with the just cause provisions. I told you this is a roadmap. This is your codes. If you're building a house, that's what the just cause provisions are. If you're a new shop steward and you get a removal and you're like, dear God, this is OIG's involved and all this. Where do I begin? Right here. Just cause. You start right there. It's the very beginning of the Article 16 for a reason. You make management meet the just cause provisions. All discipline must be for just cause, right? So this is where you start. And you look at each one of these just cause provisions and see if you can get management violating at least one of them. And that'll give us a chance. And here's why. Here's what it states in the EL 921. This is the Management's Handbook Supervisor's Guide to Handling Grievances. The EL 921, Handbook Supervisor's Guide to Handling Grievances. It's on page 26. This is what it states. The definition of just cause varies from case to case. But arbitrators frequently divide the question of just cause into six sub-questions and often apply the following criteria to determine whether the action was for just cause. These criteria are the basic considerations that the supervisor uses before initiating disciplinary action. Now, in Article 16, it says the supervisor must use before initiating disciplinary action. And that's what you'll highlight in every one of your contentions. Must. That's a fat word. It's huge. Must. You must use before initiating disciplinary action. They took it out of that in the EL 921 because they do stuff like that. But it says uh, considerations that the supervisor uses before initiating disciplinary action. Then it states this, discipline should not be issued if no is the answer to any of these questions. Okay, so management is telling management, telling supervisors who better be issuing this discipline and and handling every aspect of this discipline, or we're going to talk about that too. But management is telling supervisors, if even one of the sub-questions is a no, then you cannot issue the discipline. Now, they're going to do that anyway because... They, they don't care. But that's where we're going to hold them accountable. Okay? That's what we're here for. That's what we're going to do. Also in El Cori, in El Cori, remember I told you last time, 
where it says uh, it says this, thus to interpret the agreement in accord with the claim of the company would reduce to a nullity the fundamental provision of a labor management agreement, the security of a worker in his job. The security of a worker in his job. That's some of the most powerful language you can use talking about just cause. Advocates will use that language. Look, this is set in place to secure us in our job, whatever my color, whatever my religion, whatever my gender. I'm secure in my job because of just cause. You cannot just come up on a whim and decide one day, hey, look here, you look a certain way, getting rid of you. I've had that happen before in my station when they came after us. This one white supervisor could not stand African-Americans. He couldn't. And and he would go after them. Of course, we nailed his ass, but, I mean, it, it was so obvious to us. And my cares were, well, they, they stood united, to say the least. But anyway, that happens. That happens. Believe it or not. And, and just cause, it keeps us secure in our job. You can't do that to me. You can't do that to me. All right. So let's talk about the redheaded stepchild of the just cause provisions or the ugly duckling. It can be a beautiful swan if we use it right. I'm telling you, I I see this all the time. You know, I'm on some of these, these social media posts where people like my manager just came in and told us that we're going to start doing this. And you'll have 400 comments of, well, he's stupid. That's not really helping anybody. This right here, what we're fixing to talk about, this is what you use. This is what you use when you have that. Because managers will always, ops will always give new rules for management to come out and give us. And they're idiotic. A lot of times when they give these new rules, you'll grieve the rule and you'll win it that way. But if you're a new steward, you come into a station that's had this rule forever and management you can't do a a grievance on it because it's past the 14 days or whatever and management disciplines carries for the stupid rule here's here's the provision that you use and i'll talk about some rules here in a second that to give you some for instances but this is the rule this is the one that we're going to talk about this is the just cause provision that we're going to use when management does that okay here's what it states is the rule a reasonable rule this is on page 16 one Management must make sure rules are reasonable based on the overall objective of safe and efficient work performance. The overall objective of safe and efficient work performance. Remember that language, okay? I'm going to give you for instance here in, in a second. Management's rules should be reasonably related to business efficiency. That's huge right there. I'll read that again. Management's rules should be reasonably related to business efficiency, safe operation of our business, and the performance we might expect of the employee. That's kind of a gray area there, but what is the rule that management, if they have something that's completely idiotic and we don't do it, what is the main thing they're going to say when you get disciplined? Failure to follow instructions. He failed to follow my instructions. That's what they're going to say. Is that a good rule? Well, yeah, that's a good rule. we got to follow the manager's instructions. But what was the instruction? That's what we attack. 
Okay, that's what we use this sub question for. What was the instruction that you gave me that led to me failing to follow your instructions? That's where this one comes in. And I'll give you a for instance. I've told you before, my station is extremely unionized. These carriers are some beasts. <laughs> I'm telling you, uh, they scare me and I'm their steward. They don't put up with any nonsense at all. They, they don't. I've been to Stewart since 06. And, and they scare me sometimes. <laughs> but with that being said, every once in a while, upper management, district, will come after my station. Because they don't like my station because of our routes. We've got, a, we've got the richest zip code in my installation. And our routes don't have many stops. We get volume. So that justifies it. But when they see our stops, it just pisses them off. And so they come after us. So they'll come in there and try to bust us up. Well, several years ago, I go on vacation. They take out my whole management team and they put in a new management team. And they are some assholes. And they are coming after my station big time. And we got this supervisor. And God rest his soul. He's he's deceased. He died in a car wreck. And so I'm not going to speak ill of him. But uh, I already did. I called him an asshole. But anyway, he, he died in a car wreck. And so, but while he was there, this cat did anything and everything he wanted. And I was told by the postmaster at the time, that's why he's there. We Matter of fact, the postmaster and I had a, a meeting, a very long meeting. And I told him, I said, you sent a boy to do a man's job. I said, he'll be quitting before too long. And that's what ended up happening. But while he was there, this is, this is one of the rules he gave us. He gives a stand-up talk, and he told us, he said, from now on, when you want to go to the restroom, raise your hand. That's what he told us. Now, I've got carriers been there 30, 40, 50 years. And he tells us, raise your hand, and I'll, I'll ask you what you want, and you can go to the restroom. I swear on my life that happened i swear that raise your hand if you need to go to the restroom first off we're not children we're not children but if one of my carriers goes to the restroom and didn't raise their hand and he disciplines us what are they going to say you failed to follow instructions that's not what i'm that's not what i'm grieving when I get this discipline, that's not what I'm going to go after. What I'm going to go after is the instruction. That's the rule. Okay. The rule was raise my hand. If I need to go to the restroom, that is not a reasonable rule. That's what this is talking about. That's the defense that we make. When management says you fail to follow instructions, that's a damn good rule. What was the instruction? That's where this one comes into play. When you have a carrier, he turns in a thirty-nine ninety-six. It's a day. Let's say it's a day after a holiday, and he comes up and he's got twenty feet of flats, ten trays of DPS, two hampers full of parcels, and he puts in a thirty-nine ninety-six. And he says, "Hey, I need this time to take all my mail." And what does management say? You get these managers, these supervisors, that they're going to prove a point to their bosses. 
that they're going to save time. What are they going to say? You're going to carry all of that and be back in eight hours. No, first off, you just give me two instructions. That's two different instructions. We need to educate our people on that. You gave me two different instructions. Which one do you want me to go by? You want me to take all of it or you want me to be back in eight hours? And here's the fight. And, and it never needs to be a fight, but here we go. I told you, I gave you instructions. Take it all and be back in eight hours. Okay. So about one o'clock, you call back and he's like, hey, I'm still going to need those hours that I requested. I'm not even near done. I've given you your instruction. Do it in eight, carry all of it, and be back in eight. Let me tell you this. Don't ever bring mail back because now the, st- the steward's got to fight two fights, delaying the mail and you being out there. Okay? So don't, don't ever bring the mail back. So you deliver the mail and you get back at 9 o'clock at night. And they're going to call you into the office, investigative interview. Did I tell you to do this, to take all your mail and be back in eight? Yes, you did. Why didn't you do that? Well, because I couldn't do it. And they're going to give you a letter of warning and they're going to cite failure to follow instructions. That's not what this just cause provision is talking about. That's not what this one's talking about. What this one's talking about is the instruction. You gave me an instruction that was not reasonable. The rule that you gave me, take it out and bring it back, that's not reasonable. I can't do that. What you told me was unreasonable. That's what we attack with this just cause provision. When you have attendance and you go in there, and we talked about this before, and you go in and uh, they talking to your carrier and your carrier or you asks, you know, I've heard of you talk about make sure that I'm regular attendance, but could you define that for me, please? Yeah. I need you to be at work when you're scheduled. Okay. So that's the rule. Be at work when I'm scheduled. Yes, it is. All right. That's unreasonable. I have section five of the ELM when it talks about benefits. I have a benefit and it's negotiated for me that I have the right to take sick leave when I'm incapacitated. If you're telling me that me being irregular attendance means that I have not shown up for work on a day, that's unreasonable. That's unreasonable. That's what this just cause provision is for. What you have cited against me, be at work when scheduled, means that that's 100% of the time I need to be at work, is unreasonable. We got to use that. Now, I'll say this. Some arbitrators may buy it, some may not, but we're wanting those that do buy it. (laughs) We're wanting to put this in front of them like we just stated. We're wanting them to see that because your rule is unreasonable. That's where this comes into play. I'm hoping that all of this has made sense. It's a very short episode, but it's extremely powerful when you get these supervisors and managers coming in here with these dumbass rules and you know that it's not a legitimate rule, first off, your steward's probably going to grieve that and get that kicked out like we did with the raising of the hands. But you hear about these things all the time. And I see them on social media all the time. My manager just told me that we're coming in at 8 and everybody needs to be gone by 9. I heard this, you know, saying this nationwide. They haven't said that at my station, but we come in at 8 and everybody needs to be gone by 9. Well, what about the mail? What? Well, I get 40 minutes of fixed office time, right? What happened to that? That means I got 20 minutes to stick my route and pull it down and get out of there. That rule is unreasonable. 
You're not allowing me to do all of my office work. That rule is unreasonable. Now, we have to show where it's unreasonable that this carry had this much and all this stuff here. But anything that comes out of management's mouth, that they come out into the workroom floor with these new things, these new objectives, new goals, new rules, that's what this just cause provision is talking about. This is what defends you against those actions. Now, remember, management will always say, Failure to follow instructions. That's not what we're attacking. We're not attacking that. We're attacking the instruction. That's what we're attacking. Just like raising the hand. I went to the bathroom. Well, didn't I tell you not to? Well, yeah, you told me told me I had to raise my hand. Did you raise your hand? No, didn't raise my hand. Just went on to the bathroom. Didn't I tell you to raise your hand? Yep, sure did. But I'm not going to do that. When I get that discipline, <laughs> if I to follow instructions, I don't give a shit about that. We're going after the raising of the hands. Okay? Make sure that that's what we're doing. Is the rule of reasonable rule? Look at that one. Look at that one on everything that we're talking about. Okay? Make sure we're talking about it as the rule of reasonable rule. Make sure that that's getting into our contentions if it fits. And you can make it fit. You can make it fit. Look at it. Read it. Okay? Uh, very short episode. It's a great <laughs> just cause provision. It can be a beautiful swan. It looks like an ugly duckling. Nobody ever uses it. But it can be a beautiful swan for arbitrators that look at things like we do. That, that's just damn stupid. That rule right there is just, just dumb as hell. That's, that's what this one's for. Make sure it's a reasonable rule. It's differentiated was, is there a rule? There's a reason for that. Okay. That rule has to be reasonable. So that's the end of this one. The next one is, is the rule consistently and equitably enforced? That's a great one. That is a great one when we can use it. That's a, that's a discipline killer. But anyway, uh, is the rule a reasonable rule? Use that one more often. It's beautiful. Okay. So are y'all. Y'all take care of yourselves. I'm going to see you on the next episode. Don't know when it's going to be. I've got some arbitrations coming up and uh, some briefs to write, but I'm going to try to get another episode out in a few days. Okay. Y'all take care of yourselves out there and, and take care of your brothers and sisters. Let them know that you love them. You got them. Okay. I'll see you on the other side. Take care now. Bye-bye.